My name is Jablani Masilela and welcome to Be the Change with Jabu podcast. Now I'm a firm believer that whatever social ills or injustices that you see in your very own nation, country, community, society, be it church, workplace or otherwise, that you ought to be that very change. You ought to be that quintessential example of the very change that you desire to see in your community. Now on this podcast you will learn not only from myself but various guests as well who are being about that change, who are the advocates of that very change they wish to see in their living space. Ladies and gentlemen, we have for you today a really really special guest and this man is an international speaker a best-selling author, entrepreneur, and a coach. And last but not least, he's a veteran. And in case you don't know what a veteran is, I stand to be corrected. He is basically someone who was in the U.S. Army and has a great deal of discipline in anything and everything that he does. Derek Urellis, how are you doing? Hey, I'm good, Jabu. How are you? And Sabona, everyone. Sabona to your audience and Hello to you. So good to be back on your show, man. <laughs> Great to have you back. And by the way, Derek is coming to us all the way from Nashville, Tennessee. And it's so great to have you. Yeah. And yeah, thank you for, for joining us here. Yeah, I appreciate it, man. So without any waste of time, Derek, with the wealth of experience that you have, not only in the Army, but also in life, right? Because life is a great school that can teach you a whole lot of things, Mm -hmm. right? So to someone who's perhaps listening on here and they're thinking to themselves, hey, I'm thinking of completely changing my career Mm -hmm. from one to the other in this current marketplace. What piece of advice would you have for such a person given that you left the army to build your own business i think there's a lot to take away from you yeah and and thank you for that question jabu um so what happened with me when i left the army i had spent uh 25 years uh in the u.s army and the, the better part of that time was as a career counselor what that is is i helped people to find the right fit for themselves in their career So if they needed uh, help with deciding for a better job uh, within the military, I helped them with that. If they needed help or advice on picking the right uh, location, uh, I helped them with that. Or if they just needed some advice uh, in the best ways to, to go to be a better person, a better soldier, I helped them with that. So I did that for the better part of 25 years. And... Typically, when a person serves, and, and, and there are exceptions to the rule that I'm about to, to, to convey to you, but typically when a person serves 20 years in the military, uh, they retire from the military. So I went a few years farther, uh, and I retired after 25 uh, and a half years. And what it taught me was some transferable skills. And I think in a, in, a, in a previous conversation, you and I were talking about uh, about this and just kind of to, to give an explanation as to what this is, is because a lot of people think that members of the military are just like 
uh, okay, it's time for us to chop you up and shoot you and blow stuff up. <laughs> you know, but that's not all that the military brings to bear. Yeah, give us uh, there, some perspective. <laughs> yeah, there's some people, there's members of the military actually who serve in uh, positions like uh, logistics, you know, moving things, shipping and controlling, uh, supply, providing things like that, food services. There are people that serve in legal uh, entities, human resources um, type of deal. There are people who serve in recruiting, people who serve in retention, people who serve in, in a myriad. There are engineers uh, in the military. And there, of course, are combat arms, uh, infantrymen, uh, and special operations folks in the military as well. But given the fact that there are so many different uh, professions that make up our military, um, it leaves a, it, it, it gives a person a lot of skills that are easy to assimilate in an organization after they exit the military. So when I exited um, the military due to my own retirement from the army, it became a good fit for me to help veterans transitioning to find the right fit for themselves, to help them to find uh, employment that's high satisfaction, uh, highly compatible with their skill set, and even high salaried because those transferable skills, again, Jabu, are very key. Uh, to uh, to the organizations that are out uh, in the world. And many of them travel uh, after retiring from the military around the world to help businesses uh, to grow and expand, expand and, and improve. So I hope I answered the question. I, I know I took a few minutes to, <laughs> to answer it, but... Uh, yeah, but the, I think you went a little around, but maybe just to rephrase the question. Yeah, uh, it's basically <laughs> someone who's listening on here and they're thinking of flipping a career. Yeah, I'll they do better in this one time. industry. Yeah, and they want to do something else that's totally different out I'm, of their comfort zone. Yeah, no, thank you for re rephrasing because I don't think I answered no the question at all, man. <laughs> <laughs> and by the way, there's yeah. people just for just to give you a bit of uh, perspective. There's people listening all the way from Latvia, Ukraine, Kenya, uh, and the likes of Malawi as well. Uh, so yeah. we have a, yeah. a, a wide um, audience here, if you will. Yeah. So, so Jabu, let me just express to you uh, what I would tell a person who uh, who would be sitting, you know, right here in my in my office uh, talking to me uh, about that is if you're looking to change uh, direction and where you're going. You should start with what you have. Start with where you are. Um, what is the skill that you have? What is the unique uh, talent that you even have? You may not even be working to your fullest potential. So on a scale of one to 10, I would say, and for those of you who are listening, you know, take out a piece of paper and write, write this down. On a scale of one to 10, where are you as it relates to the thing that you really love to do? How, uh, how do you match up with what you really love to do? Are you on a scale of one to 10? If you're a, um, if you're a four on a scale of one to 10, it's something that you really love to do. Uh, <laughs> you may want to, you may want to consider not necessarily trying to get paid for that yet until you develop your skills. Okay to to where they're to the point to where someone would pay for it. Now, for instance, 
uh, if I were a seven or an eight at something, people buy sevens and eights and nines and tens, but I'm not going to buy from you if you're if you are a four at something, people don't really buy fours on a scale of one to 10. Uh, so if you're looking to change, find something that you're really good at, something that you would happily do for free and pursue that uh, and, and make it better. Now, if it, it just, and now if you are a four at something, that doesn't mean you quit. <laughs> it means that you work to get better yeah. because you can bring yeah. a four to an eight or a nine. Uh, but I would say if you're looking to, to take a take on a new role, move into a new career, make sure that it's something that you yourself uh, can live with and enjoy uh, because life is is uh, life is short and it's too short for us to spend time doing things that we don't absolutely love and that we cannot put our our time and effort into. No, thank you for that. It makes it makes yeah. ab absolute sense. And in yeah. fact, in addition to that, in our previous conversation, yeah. you mentioned something about, and I thought it was very key, uh -huh. that you have to start where you are. Yeah. yeah. Start where you are. Don't yeah. try to, to uh, expect yourself to be a 10. I don't think, in fact, I'm glad you used a scale of 1 to 10 yeah. because I don't think if you're venturing into something new, that you would immediately be at a 10. Right, right it's, right. it's very unlikely. So it makes sense for you to start where you are. Yeah. And yeah. work your way up and build yourself up in that manner. Yeah. And then another thing, Jabu, is, is um, what I'm alluding to is in a big way, you have to find people who can help you to get to where you want to be. And in many cases, uh, and, and I'll always be an advocate uh, as a coach, <laughs> I'll always be an advocate for coaching. Uh, mm -hmm. And I know that you're an excellent coach, Jabu. And I mean, I, I was congratulating you recently on some of the successes that your people, uh, the people that you coach are getting and, and you're excellent at it. And I will just, just say that if any individual wants to get to the next level, uh, you cannot get there by yourself. Um, you can be in business for yourself, but you don't have to be in business by yourself, if that makes sense. So what I would say is, is, is get a coach, get someone who can uh, tell you what you need to hear and not just what you want to hear, because we got plenty of people around us who, who can tell us what we want to hear. We have friends all the time who tell us, <laughs> yeah. you know, I mean, it, 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 it's funny, but I mean, you could have a horrible product or a horrible thing or, or you know, a person can really think that they, they sing very well and they, they ask their friends, <laughs> you know, how did that sound? And their friends are like, oh, yeah, that was good. They're lying to you. Stop. <laughs> it wasn't good. <laughs> As a matter of fact, it was quite bad, but your friends are lying to you. They won't tell you, but a coach will tell you what you need to hear, not just what you, what you want to hear. I'll tell you yeah. if your product is bad. I'll tell you if your offering is bad, because the bottom line is, is if you think you have a, if you think you have a, a eight and you really have a four, if I tell you that it's good, then I'm not doing you any, any service. 
you're, you're going to go out there and you'll be frustrated because nobody's going to uh, buy your product or your service because you think it's an eight out of, on a scale of one to 10, but it's really a four. Yeah, great point there, because mm -hmm. I think a lot of us, we want to go into things without yeah. any help, without anyone holding your hand or some form of accountability to help you execute better because that's that's the role of a coach to help you execute better to help you see the blind spots which you wouldn't be able to see by yourself and that actually leads us into another question i have for you derek okay. mm -hmm. and so because a lot of us i don't know myself included a lot of us like to think or view the military as you know this place where like you said earlier, it's about combat and it's about blowing up things. And, and thanks, thanks to you, we now know that it's not just about that, okay. right? Mm -hmm. So, But tell me, within the military, do you think in your years, your 25 years in the military, would you say there are any parallels to the principles that they instill and inculcate within um, within officials in the U.S. Army, whether they're in combat or otherwise, that go hand in hand with some principles in business? Yes. As a matter of fact, I do. Um, there is a, uh, an acrostic, if you will, um, and it's uh, leadership. Uh, and it's uh, the, the letters of L-D-R-S-H-I-P. And these, these principles, these letters of the acrostic of, of leadership, and, and not all of the letters in, in leadership are there, but the L, uh, it, and, and it's the army values, and that's what I'll just share with you. And there are, are seven particular things in the army values. The first one is loyalty. Loyalty is so key uh, in life, in relationships, in business, um, so that the L is loyalty. Uh, the D stands for duty, having the uh, ability to commit to what what one uh, what one promises. Um, the R in that acrostic stands for uh, respect, uh, and it's so important that respect is given as well as earned and respect goes a long way. Uh, when you can show it, then people, um, you know, quite naturally, they give it uh, more freely, uh, especially given the fact that uh, those of us who are at certain levels in business, we gain certain levels of respect and respectability and authority in our space it's really great when we can say, you know what, I respect you, not because of your place in society, but because you're a human being. And that, tr that translates. Uh, that's, that's a principle that I've lived my entire life and in the 25 years of, of the time in the military that I've spent. And the next uh, value is, is selfless service. Uh, that's the S in leadership. And selfless service means that you do things for others um, without the 
without the desire or without the, the guarantee that you'll get anything in return. Um, selfless service is not just about something that we do, you know, for ourselves, but it's for, it's for others. Um, and I, the, the H is, stands for honor, um, of course, and I'm writing these down so that I don't forget D-R-H-I-P, <laughs> and I'll show them to you in just a moment. But the H stands for honor. Uh, and there are a lot of things that come into play uh, as it relates to honoring uh, the values of one's, uh, of one's organization, honoring the values of one's region or country, or even honoring uh, the pleasure of doing business and having relationships around the world. It is my honor to broadcast into South Africa. It's my honor to broadcast into Kenya, to, to broadcast into Latvia, to broadcast into Malawi and to other areas around the world. It's my honor to broadcast to you. Uh, and the I in the acrostic leadership stands for integrity. Integrity is doing things that are necessary when no one's looking. All of these things matter in business. And then the final thing, uh, the final letter in the leadership acrostic is personal courage. It sometimes takes courage to do things in business that may or may not be in one's own personal best interest. Um, it takes courage to stand up for things that are right. It takes courage to speak against something that may be wrong. And you may be speaking against someone who has the ability to influence whether you get a deal or don't get a deal. But personal courage says that I do it anyway because it's the right thing to do. So those values that easily translate, that are easily assimilatable in the world that I learned in the army are leadership, loyalty, duty, respect, selfless service, honor, integrity, and personal courage. So those are things that translate uh, from the things that I lived in the military to business. It's great to be loyal. It's great to have a sense of duty, respect, selfless service, honor, integrity, personal courage. All of those things, would you agree, Jabu, are important for business? And I would 120 percent yeah absolutely yeah, yeah. and yeah. one that i would say mm -hmm. really stands out to me is one of integrity because i think integrity is a very key principle yeah. that i would say arguably it all those other uh principles that they hinge on that yeah, absolutely literally yeah because even when it's not convenient for you you know it's really difficult of maybe calling out something that someone is doing who's in authority yeah. and you getting a job or a business deal whatever the case might be but mm -hmm. then it's a true test of character of the caliber of person you are
And so that's absolutely correct. Yeah, no, that's a really rich thought and a really key and good question. I love it, man. <laughs> you ask, you always ask great questions, man. That's one of the things, <laughs> one of the reasons I like coming, coming here on your show. And, and yeah, man, I appreciate it. <laughs> yeah. Why wouldn't you have a veteran on the show? Hey, I mean, man. Come on. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> that's what it's all so, about. Derek, before we let you go, good <laughs> sir. Uh-huh. So any last words of counsel, given what has become of the world today and just how you've experienced life in, the, in, in as long as you've lived, any small piece of advice or counsel before we let you go? Yeah, one of the things that, I mean, and, and, and we can talk about a lot of business principles and we can do a lot of things but one of the and I and I got two things two things um, that I'll leave you with write these down first one um, the first one is, um, is is take action take action um, you can have principles you can learn processes you can learn systems um, you can do all of that. You can receive all of the motivation and all of these wonderful things. But if you do not do something, if you do not take action, nothing will happen for you. Now, I know you've been listening and watching uh, my, my good friend Jabu and I having a conversation and, I, and we love one another. We, we like getting together and uh, we're friends. Um, but I'll tell you, the reason why Jabu is successful is because he takes action, because he does things, he makes it happen. So that's my first piece of advice is take action and do it now. Uh, take action now, not later. There is a principle called the law of diminishing intent. And it says that you can intend to do a thing, but as time goes by, the intent wanes and it goes down and the and the actual probability that you'll actually do the thing become it, it decreases so i can intend wow. to do something but as time goes by the likelihood that i will actually do that thing it goes away so that's my first piece of advice and my second piece of advice uh and and really i want you to write this down and i want you to put it up on your wall and that is have fun have fun, <laughs> have fun, because when you, when you do things and you have fun, it makes you better at it. When you're having fun playing whatever game you like to play, it makes you better. So have fun. Don't forget to smile. Don't forget to have fun. Don't forget to enjoy what you do, because that's when it really, really starts to make a difference, not only in your world, but in the world of someone else. So that's my, my, my piece of advice for today. I hope you all got it. Did you get it? I got it. That's for sure. And everyone else listening <laughs> from wherever in the world, yeah. I can guarantee you. Yeah. And, you know, you just inspired a, a certain a question based on what you said previously. Okay. You said in, in the process of you assisting uh, individuals to get jobs, well, well, at least in your function previously, mm -hmm. that you would assist them to get a high paying job. Yeah. Now, what's high paying, what's a high paying job to Derek might not be a high paying job right. to, to Jabu, you know? 
Mm-hmm. So on average in South Africa, just to give you a bit of perspective, mm-hmm. someone who earns about say 320 to 350,000 Rand mm-hmm. a year, that would be required. That would be someone who's reco- regarded as middle class uh-huh. in mm-hmm. our terms on average. Yeah. So that's typically about someone, maybe to put it in US dollars, someone who mm-hmm. takes home about, maybe anywhere between what 40 to 70,000 US maybe yeah pr- pretty much yes mm-hmm. a year per annum per, per, yeah per annum yes mm-hmm. yeah so what what is the high paying in in US terms well it just all depends and that's a good question but it all depends on what high paying for a, a particular location would be I would say in the United States, uh, you'd probably say that individuals who were earning between the, the numbers that you said uh, would put them in, in a pretty decent um, middle, um, I would say anywhere between three to 450,000 uh, uh, rands uh, per year is probably what you would equate to the middle here in the United States. Anyone making- um, mm, Okay. Uh, uh, somewhere above that would probably be, be doing a little bit better. But it just all depends on where you are and on what your money can do for you. Now, and, I, and I know a lot of people have this discussion and conversation uh, about, you know, how much money is enough money? Man, I, I don't know. <laughs> I, I guess when you... Is there you, even such a thing? You know, <laughs> yeah, no, I'm, I, I, I don't have enough yet. Cause you know, <laughs> yeah, I got kids <laughs> and, and they, and they're, oh. and they're in university. I have some in university and I have some in regular, uh, matric or, uh, uh, you know, regular. Wow, I'm glad you remembered that word. Matric. Yeah. You're, you're South African at heart, huh? <laughs> <laughs> hey man, I'm, a, I'm on a South African show, man. I got to talk to, la- I got to speak the language. Yeah. Something, man, I got to do so. I got to at least pretend. <laughs> it's, it's not so, prom, it's matric, right? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, so I'll just say, man, I mean, keep doing what you do. Um, one of the things that is overwhelmingly present uh, throughout the world is debt um, and people owing things to others. So if uh, in, in uh, our situation, if we could just stop owing as much money to others, then we would probably find that we have enough money uh, to get what we need uh, instead of spending tomorrow's money on the things that we want today. So um, I'll just say, um, yeah, that. Don't spend tomorrow's money on what you want today. So, Ladies and gentlemen, you heard the veteran he has spoken, given very sound advice. Don't incur debt for useless things that won't add value to you. <laughs> but there's better ways, in yeah. fact, to use debt, you know? So, but anyway, Derek, thank you so much. And I guess it's a great afternoon to you and a yeah. good evening to us. Yeah. Thank you once again. Appreciate thank it. Thank you. I appreciate it. Thank you for having me. And I look forward to seeing you again. I'm Jablan Masilela, and you've been listening to Be The Change With Jabu podcast. Please remember to subscribe, 
rate this podcast and also to leave us a review and share it with your friends. You can follow me on Instagram at jabu underscore coach and on Facebook at Jablani C. Masilela. Thank you for listening.